You're listening to the Coaching for Pastors podcast, episode 26. Hey, hey, welcome to the Coaching for Pastors podcast. My name is Jeff Cady. I'm so glad to talk to you today because I want to talk to you about something that has to do with our perspective and our hope. Thursdays on the Coaching for Pastors podcast, we talk about perspective and hope, and I want to talk to you about the the ministries in your church, the programming in your church. Let's let's get some perspective on this. You know, we've got a lot of podcasts these days. Everybody's got a podcast, and we can listen often to church leaders from around the country and around the world, and we can hear some great ideas, and we can think, oh, this church has done that, then then, then I should do this. Or you could go to a conference. Now, we, we were professionals at this in the 1990s. Man, we started going to conferences in the 1990s of the successful, usually the large churches in America, and we would come back to our church and we would think, man, we've got to do this in our church. We would, we would import the name. We would import the goals, the mission statement, uh, the vision, and, and we would just lock, stock, and barrel, man. We'd bring it over to our church, and we'd say, this suit of clothing better fit the body of our church because it was successful over there. It'll probably be successful here. You know what? We, we've grown a lot. We've learned a lot in the past 20-plus years, but there's still times, there's still times when we are still doing things the way our church did it years ago. Now, you know the world's changing faster and faster all the time. And so if we're still doing something that we were doing five years ago, it may seem like, oh, that's not very long ago. But you think about it. You think about how much the world has changed in five years. What are you still doing that you were doing five years ago that you really just need to update? You need to either update your terminology. You need to update your methods. You need to update the approach. You need to update the programming. You maybe need to update the 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 idea of what you know. What's the purpose and why are we doing this? Let me give you what I think is a is a really good principle that that perhaps the ministries of your church should reflect the gifting of your people. The ministries of your church shouldn't reflect the ministries of another church but they should reflect the gifting of your people. Because after all, in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, the Bible teaches us that the Holy Spirit passes out the gifts. God himself, he, his spirit, passes out the gifts. He gifts believers. And then he puts believers into churches. And he arranges the body just as he wants it to be. Your church has certain people. I mean, your church isn't infinite, and it's not indefinite. It's got a definite number of people and a definite identity for each person and a definite set of skills and gifts and abilities. And what if the ministries of your church reflected who's in your church? Instead of trying to fill a slot, we try to find somebody who's, who's just the right fit for what the idea that we already want to accomplish? What if the ministries were driven out of who our people are? So we don't try to fill slots and prop up long dead programming, but we look at the people in our church and we say, what has God equipped us to be? What kind of a church does he want us to be? 
What ministries does he want us to have and what ministries are we really not suited to have? When someone wants to start a ministry, man, be the wind beneath their wings, be the, the wind in their sails, you know, be the support and the encouragement for them, but also tell them that when they stop leading that ministry, it's probably going to go away. Too many churches have people that start ministries and then that person moves away grows to the next level and leaves that ministry, dies, changes churches, whatever, and then we try to keep that ministry propped up and running as though the cessation of that ministry is going to equal failure. Oh, not at all. Not at all. And in fact, the the, uh, propping up, the CPR on that ministry actually may be what leads to failure. So let me ask you, Pastor, what ministry do you have in your church today that really no longer reflects the gifting of any person or group of individuals in your church. It's okay if it just goes away. It's okay, as, as, one, uh, as one leadership guru said, just stop kicking that dead horse. In fact, when the horse is dead, it's a good time to dismount. Get rid of that program. Just think how much the world has changed in the last 30 years, and I wonder— Has my church kept up? Has your church kept up? I'm not talking about becoming worldly. You know that. No, I'm talking about all of the advances in society and in technology and in culture, the good stuff, the helpful things, the things that make us normal in our culture and not a group of weirdos. Have we we kept up with those things? We just want to do what we do better and differently. And we don't want to be so out of step with the culture that they look at us and just scratch their head and say, I would never want to be a part of that group of people. So, again, the principle for today, Pastor, is that the ministries of your church reflect the gifting of your people. Because that then leaves the ministries of your church up to the Holy Spirit, who gives gifts and who prepares us to do ministry. And we, as pastors, then we equip our people to do the work of the ministry that God has gifted them to do. We still have to equip. We still have to teach. We still have to encourage. We still have to support. But it's driven by how the Holy Spirit has gifted our people. Pastor, thanks for joining me today. I'll see you tomorrow on the Coaching for Pastors podcast.